This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's BetQL Daily from BetQL. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. It is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL. L, get access to data insights of sportsbooks. So I want you to see Bet Smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. You can also hear Michael on the GM Shuffle on his weekly podcast available on the Odyssey app. Mike, week two of the preseason, almost the books. One more game tonight. The one that I keep noticing, Mike, is uh, it does feel like the preseason games are becoming less and less important to these coaches. It's now these joint practices where the work is getting done. Do you think that suffices? Do you think these teams are getting enough work? And do you expect a sloppy September because the preseason games are basically not even played now? Well, I mean, I think, look, Andy Reid played his guys quite a bit. Bill Belichick played his guys quite a bit. I mean, there's certain parts of their team they're practicing. I, I think September will always be an extension of the preseason because, you know, when they stoke, when they kick the ball off on September the 12th, there will only have been 10 padded practices before that kickoff. So that's really not enough work. I mean, in, in the old days, you know, you went to camp for a month and you would have two a days every day. You know, one week would be 10 padded practices. So, you know, you're going to be behind. But I think the coaches that are smart that are using this, I mean, Belichick, Andy Reid, two guys are going to go to the Hall of Fame. They're, they're working on their team's pad level. They're working on their, their fundamentals because football is still a game of blocking and tackling. And if you don't practice blocking and tackling, you're not going to be very good at it. Hi, Michael. Aaron Hawksworth here. Um, I know it's so early and hard to predict, but I'm curious who your dark horse is to win the Super Bowl. Like, no Bucks, no Chiefs. Is there a team that you really like there? Well, I think, you know, look, I think the Chiefs are really improved when you look at their offensive line. I think it's going to take a Herculean effort to beat them because we know this. Mahomes has really only played one bad game in his NFL career, and that was in the Super Bowl when he got really didn't get much protection. You know, had he had some protection, he would have thrown the ball effectively against the, the, the Bucks, but he didn't have time to make those throws. So it's going to take a lot. I think Cleveland has a team that could potentially beat Kansas City in, the, in a January game because they can run the ball. They can control the clock a little bit. They can keep uh, – they, they have the ability to rush the passer to create some problems for Mahomes. But, uh, you know, and Buffalo certainly looks really good this preseason, how they're coming out and playing with their backups and really effectively looking like the offense is going to take another giant step forward. So I think the AFC will be a little bit more competitive. The NFC, you know, we know that, that the Rams, if they stay healthy, could be really good. But that if staying healthy is a big question mark. They have no depth. 
And then you look at the 49ers. I think, you know, people are talking, actually, they actually are talking like Trey Lance can be the starting quarterback. When you watch him last night, I mean, he's far from being NFL ready. Now, could he be in a month? Maybe two months, maybe. But right now, there's no way Kyle Shanahan's going to put him in a game and run the offense through him. So that's that's a question mark in, in San Francisco. And then, you know, we know the East isn't very good. So the NFC is kind of a little bit up in the air. I don't know of another team other than Green Bay that can challenge the Bucks. With Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi, this is a BetQL Daily. Mike, uh, just to follow up on Trey Lance there, uh, let's say that that the Niners, I mean, we know they have a, a soft start to the season, especially uh, visiting the Lions there. Uh, let's say they just keep winning games with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um can you see them making a change in a month if they if they're still uh, with a winning record? No, I don't think they'll make a change. I mean, just if you watch him, technically, if you just watch the game, he's struggling to read it through. You know, he takes a lot of time. He throws nothing but fastballs. He's got to take something off his throws. He's got to get into the rhythm of the game. This isn't his fault. He didn't play a lot. He didn't play all of last year. It's going to take him some time to catch up just because they paid a big price to get him doesn't mean they have to start him right away. They went to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. They're 10 points away in the fourth quarter from winning a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I don't think they're going to panic. I think they're going to develop this kid, let him see how he goes. I think in, in, in six weeks, six months, he's going to be a different player than he is right now. Right now, it's not coming to him easily. Michael, similar question about the Patriots. Not sure when it's going to be Mac Jones versus Cam Newton, but you look at their schedule, five of the first seven are at home. There's the Texans on there. There's the Jets on there. Um, There's a chance they get off to a good start with either quarterback. If it's Cam to start the season, do you think Bill Belichick would make a move even if wins are happening? Or do you think whenever the move would happen, it would be after a couple losses and kind of the natural place to switch quarterbacks? Well, I think he's in a really good spot. I mean, obviously, Mac Jones has has showed that he has been – advanced more than some of these other players. When you watch him in the preseason compared to Trey Lance, you know, he's, he's obviously has more experience because he played at Alabama and he played all of last year. You know, I I think Zach Wilson has done the same thing. Zach Wilson looked really good against green Bay and we'll see what Trevor Lawrence can do. The reality of it is, I think that it's going to come down to how is cam playing and at the specific time and where Belichick feels the team needs to be in January, where the team needs to be in December. I think that's always the fundamental question. You know, he's always going to ask himself right around the beginning of November, what do we have to do to be a really good team at the end of December? And I think that's something he's going to have to answer, and it's going to depend on on Mac Jones' development and Cam Newton, what he's doing. For NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, it's been so fun talking about these quarterbacks. Some probably won't play as much. So who are you looking at, you know, for Offensive Rookie of the Year? You know, that's always the hard one. Who's going to play a lot? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, could Zach Wilson, he's going to play a lot. And can he stay healthy? I mean, that Jet offensive line isn't very good. They're going to have to do a lot of things to keep him healthy and to keep him on his feet, you know, and, and make sure. I would say Najee Harris at Pittsburgh. I think they're going to get him the ball quite a bit. I think he's going to be really good coming out of the backfield. I think he's going to have an impact on their team. And the way Roethlisberger threw the ball last week against Detroit, it looks like he's throwing it better. Plus, he's under center more. Just notice in the game, he wasn't in shotgun the entire game like he was last year. They've changed their offense to allow him to have a little bit of a chance to throw the ball down the field. And I think Najee Harris will be a huge part of that. With Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi, this is BetQL Daily. Michael, we've got the Jaguars and the Saints for Monday Night Football. New Orleans, four-point favorites. High total for the preseason, 39.5. And these unders uh, keep coming in uh, throughout the preseason here. 
Uh, how impactful is this game for the uh, Saints quarterback battle in week one? Well, I mean, Sean's already come out and said that he wants to pick a starter before next week, so it's really going to be impactful. I mean, both guys turned the ball over. All three quarterbacks against Baltimore committed and had an interception in the game. I think it's going to come down to who Sean feels most comfortable running the game at the line of scrimmage. We have to remember the Saints offense is not we call a play in the huddle, then we go execute that play. The Saints offense is we call three plays in the huddle, we motion, we reset the defense, and then we call the play we feel is best. And that's always been the case, and that's why Drew Brees was so effective. So who can implement that the best, I think, will win the job. I think it's going to be Taysom Hill, but I think tonight's going to go a long way to deciding that. Mike, you've been around football a long time, a lot of camps, a lot of teams, and we know when there's injuries, especially to star players, it's not always – we're not always hearing exactly what's going on behind the scenes. This weekend, Adam Schefter reported that Dak Prescott might not feel right the entire season. What, what's your gut telling you in this Prescott thing? We know he's coming off a severe injury last year, but now the shoulder is a, is a new issue and, and maybe a, a big one heading into the season. Well, I mean, look, Drew Brees last year, he wasn't right the whole year. He couldn't throw the ball down the field, and it really affected the Saints' offense. It's going to depend on what we see when we finally see Prescott play. Can he throw it? Can he drive the ball down the field? What's going to happen when he gets hit and lands on that shoulder? How is that going to respond? You know, there's a lot of question marks. We've seen this line. It opened at six and a half. I think it's up to eight now. I mean, it's moving in the direction of Tampa because I think of the uncertainty of Dak Prescott. Do I think the Bucks are an eight-point favorite over the Cowboys? No. But if that would tell me that they feel like at least the book is concerned about Dak Prescott going to be able to play the whole game. And I would be as well. So I, I'm going to need to see it because really when you break down the Saints last year, we all love Drew Brees. We all think Drew Brees is going to be in the Hall of Fame, but he hurt their offense and inability to throw the ball down the field. If Dak does a similar thing to them, that's going to make it very challenging. Trevor Lawrence tonight uh, against the Saints. I'm not expecting a lot from the Jags this season, but I'm curious, Michael, um, what do you expect from Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, I think they got to find a rhythm, right? They've got Brian Schottenheimer and they've got Daryl Bevel as the offensive coordinators. They're both kind of involved. They're different systems. They don't play the same way. I think they're going to have to find a niche that fits Lawrence the best. I mean, in the offensive line last week on the very first play of the game, I mean, he gets sacked because he's, you know, the right tackle gets beat right away by the backups of the Cleveland Browns. So they've got to do a much better job of protecting them. But they have skill. And I think they'll do a better job. I think he should be fairly effective. I think the question marks are going to be how good are the Jags going to be on defense and can they cover anybody? And if they're always playing from behind, this is the hardest thing for rookie quarterbacks. Look, the number one stat in all of football, nobody talks about it, but it is the number one stat in all of football is first half point differential. Whoever gets the lead at halftime 
typically has the best chance of winning the game. And when you go through that stat, you'll see Super Bowl winners are always in the top five. And so when you're always playing from behind like these bad teams do, like Zach Wilson with the Jets might have to do this year and Trevor Lawrence might have to do, it affects them and it makes them make mistakes that they typically wouldn't do. So I think that's going to be the key. Can they get a lead? Can they play from in front? And can they get the game into the fourth quarter without having to play catch up? Michael, you were clear about Trey Lance that uh, he should sit in week number one. And uh, what about in Chicago? Let's go there. Fields not as impressive in a preseason game number two after the game. Matt Nagy says, we need to see what Dalton can do during the regular season. Like we all don't know. How how do you think Matt Nagy is uh, handling this? Is he uh, going the right way about this? Well, I think his team's not very good. I mean, look, their defense was on the field when Buffalo went up and down the field with Trubisky. I mean, they had Khalil (laughs) Mack out there. They had their guys. I mean, I'm not sure that the, the Bears are very good. I mean, that's why they're over under total this year. I think was set at seven and a half. I don't think the book feels they're very good, you know, and a lot of people are playing the under their offensive line. They just signed a 39 year old Jason Peters to be their left tackle. You know, he's had a trouble staying healthy the last two seasons. And I think that's going to be really, really challenging. Their offensive line struggles. Uh, their, their scheme offensively isn't very good. I mean, Dalton makes the great throw. He's down 21 to nothing. And the kid takes the ball at the top of a guy's helmet. I don't have a lot of optimism for the Bears this season. I think it would be better off if they kind of went to Trey, went to, to Justin Fields and built their team around him now because they're not a playoff team in my mind right now from what I've seen. Mike, oh, you, had a lot of, you have a lot of history with the Raiders franchise. I'm curious what you think about the direction this franchise is going with John Gruden, Mike Mayock. There was a report this morning they, they may have called the Bears to try to reacquire Khalil Mack. It just, it just feels like watching the Raiders. I, I don't understand the direction where they're going with Mayock, with Gruden. They start off well each season. They fall back. They could finish in last this year in the AFC West. Your thought on where the Raiders franchise is right now as they head into this season? Well, look, I mean, John runs the entire organization. They didn't pay him $100 million to let Mike Mayock make the decisions. I mean, Mike works for John. And, you know, this is John's idea of team building. I mean, John, since he won the Super Bowl in 2002, he's a 43% winning percentage coach in the National Football League. And he has struggled to build teams. He has. He's a really good offensive coach. He's got Derek Carr to play much better. But if they think that defense under Gus Bradley is going to be able to stop people without a great dominant defensive front, I think they've got something to be concerned about. I think they're an 8-9 and team. They could be a 9-8 and team. I don't see them being able to beat the upper echelon teams in the AFC, particularly because I don't think their defense, as the season goes on, is going to be good enough. It seems a lot of teams might be using this third preseason game as that dress rehearsal. We've all been talking about how uh, a popular the under has been. Um, do you think maybe we should get away from that uh, as, as teams are kind of playing more starters in this third preseason game coming up? Well, I think it's all cause and effect, right? So why is the under coming in? Because we haven't had any padded practices. I mean, football is a game. You've got to practice football to be good at it. And you need to be able to execute. And if you're not in pads and then you go out in pads, your execution isn't going to be very crisp, which means you're not going to score points. I think this is really these unders are coming in because of the way the new rules have legislated against practicing with pads and having the coaches not really be able to get more out of training camp than they typically have in the past. I think that's why anytime you look in the pack, you look back on, on numerical data, there's a situation that's not in present day data. And I think that's what it is. And Michael, there are six games right now in week one that have totals in the 50s. So do you think these unders are going to carry over to the start of the season? I don't. I think the game will change a lot in the in the first week of the season. I think you'll see a little bit more offensive football. Plus, you're going to see quarterbacks playing. 
You know, we're not going to see, we'll see Aaron Rodgers. We'll see Matthew Stafford. We're going to see quarterbacks and we're going to see teams do what they have to do. And we're going to see them unveil what they truly want to become offensively. Mike, every year there's a team uh, and a coach that kind of comes out of nowhere and surprises us. Quickly here, of, of the first-year head coaches, which one are you most intrigued by heading into the season that maybe they could surprise us, even though even if they went to a team that had a tough year last year? Well, I mean, I thought Atlanta would be a little bit better than they've looked so far in the preseason. But we haven't seen Matt Ryan. And, you know, they've got some really good skill players. And I think Arthur Smith's a really good coach. So I, I, I feel like they have a chance. They lost a lot of close games last year. I mean, they lost too many close games. They weren't able to close it down. And defensively, they're going to struggle. We'll see if Dean Peace can get that turned around. They've got to get a better play out of their defensive front than they have in the past couple of seasons. So, you know, I, I think that I think Brendan Staley's team in, in, in Los Angeles has a chance, especially when we see Herbert play and the way they're going to change what they do defensively, I think will be impactful. Great stuff. We appreciate you hopping on. We'll talk soon. That was Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. Today you can also hear Michael on the GM Shuffle, his weekly podcast available on the Odyssey app. Great stuff there by Michael Lombardi. On the other side, we got to get into a lot of things in NFL, including injuries and how they're impacting how we already view week one. We're close now. We're two and a half weeks to week one. And that line in Dallas and Tampa, we'll hit on it with the DAC issues. It keeps going up. That's up next. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Giglio, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth right here, presented by FanDuel on the BetQL Network.